one theme song. Fuck it. Isn't Rodney Dangerfield Jr. over here. <laughs> I'm just gonna repeat your joke and as if it were mine. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone already does that. <laughs> Thanks, Dub. Shout out to Kicker Headphones for this adventure I'm about to partake in. So warm, so juicy. I thought this was something. And I have them turned up so too loud. What are you saying over there? The headphones are off. What uh? What my body suddenly? What episode are we on? We're on number eighteen. That's right. And we've got a lot of juicy news packed into this one yeah and like sad news get ready to hella get depressing oh, with us the most deliciously sad news to cry and to well like if you're over. if you're already depressed do you think it could like cheer you up maybe for sure okay cool yeah. that's where i'm at right now so i need some like sad news to cheer me up there's a color wheel of depression to where we're gonna just roll you around that wheel background yeah to where you're happy again sweet like did you know the color pink is a hallucination like there's not actually a color pink you're just seeing red and blue at the same time and oh, your yeah, brain yeah. is just deciding that that's pink well that's not like i can't remember what percentage of it is but like um a small percentage of women have more is it cones definitely cones because rods are black and white yeah, yeah yeah so they can actually like there's people that can perceive like shades of the spectrum that we can't mm-hmm. and differentiate like uh, amounts uh especially shades of purple mm-hmm. that other people can't because of that mixture of the red and the blue together yeah yeah which would be kind of weird my point is that if we go blue enough with our sadness we're gonna work our way through pink back into the red of uh, pure joy anger and love and, and ecstasy. And, lo- and anger and hate, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we're going to go through the anger and the hate okay. to, like, green love and and uh, and weed. Yeah. Basically, okay. we're going to smoke weed later. Yeah. <laughs> so if we're measuring how different episodes go at different chemical states, you remember we started season one with me just getting plastered each time out of, like, a, a fear and self-doubt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've had some where I didn't drink or, like, half drank. This one is, like, there's no drinking, and I actually didn't do any weed today, which is out of character. And and I've been slamming noses, and I, I only slept, like, four hours. So it's going to be that version of the show. i got to say, this, like. this sounds so incredibly unlike you, was that I'm starting to suspect <laughs> some, like, body snatcher business going on, man. I'm an android like Zuckerberg. That's what's happening. Yeah. I'm, I've androided it up. And uh, the Android runs on NOS energy drinks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm not afraid to admit it. We should all admit when we're replaced by Androids. All right. The world would be way safer if everyone that's replaced by an Android or a lizard person just fessed up to it. We can accept some lizard people. Let's have and freedom and acceptance world, for them. The world would also be safer if all of those Androids and lizard people slash Android lizard people... <laughs> Had guns. Yeah. We need to give all of the android lizard people guns. Yeah. That's the solution to every I mean, conspiracy. What about android lizard right person rights, man? <laughs> they live in America. They're, they've taken over the identity of an American citizen. 
They should have all of that American citizens' rights. Yeah, we need to take our shadow government out of the shadows and arm them all. Yeah. <laughs> shadow army. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Arm the shadow government. <laughs> the Illuminati. Oh, man. I have to point out, before it gets wonkier, that I put headphones on the, on the wiggle tower. Oh, and, yeah, uh, they're dancing. I mean, of course I'm going to talk good about them because they're a sponsor, but they're actually a really good product. These kicker headphones are legit good. So uh, that makes it really easy. And we're really fortunate that all of our sponsors, uh, I really like them all. So as we bring up different things like Cold Cock Whiskey and Pinche's Tacos. And, and uh, Zip Fizz. Zip Fizz. Hello, Zip Fizz. And Jesse Ray's Barbecue. And seriously, though, Zip Fizz. And also, Zip Fizz, you can get it at Costco and you put it in your drink and it's like caffeinated then and it's less edgy than other things like NOS. Yeah. This was like a move because I didn't have Zip Fizz around at the time. Now, now I poured Zip Fizz into this. So that's like Zip Fizz, NOS energy and drink. Ooh, ooh. It's the perfect combination. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's intense right now for me. You know, I keep thinking, I've been thinking about this all week. I keep seeing those tweets where people put a bunch of, like, the hand clap emoji in there, like, between every word. Oh, yeah. I want those people who do that to really talk like that. <laughs> like, meme review. Yeah. They're like, okay, let me say just one time for the people in the <laughs> back. Ten more times. One hundred. Oh, <laughs> One hundred. We should just shout a hundred at people. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that used vocally. I've never heard someone. Right? Like, I just 100. want to. I think it would be so ridiculous if people trying to make a point. Like it doesn't translate well from the emoji. Is all I'm saying. Like you can imagine it in your head, and you're like, okay, I see what they're trying to do. But I'm just imagine someone like who can't stop clapping and like. Are you like so proud of what you're saying right now that you should give yourself applause? Is that the deal? Like save it for the end at least and just do a couple hand clap emojis. We get yeah. the picture. You think you're great. All right. But one time for the people who put <laughs> All right, I'm done. So, I want to really quickly steal a piece of news from Crazy Jay and the Rock and Comedy Show. Yeah, because he it. just went off the other room. He's probably listening now. But if I timed it right, I'm going to get it before he hears that I stole this. But uh, <laughs> Facebook had to publicly apologize for uh, flagging part of the Declaration of, of Independence that someone posted. Yeah, flagging it as hate speech. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's so great. It, it's all algorithms and stuff, but it's like how I don't know, man. Hire I, people. The the solution yeah. is hire people to double check the algorithm. It's that simple. Yeah. You just hire I mean, more people. It's not like you're not making money. <laughs> hire yeah, people. I just, man, the whole speed. I don't know. Hire some immigrants. We got record employment right now. Record low unemployment. And how do you have record low unemployment in a nation? and not have uh, an overabundance of jobs. That's like the definition of plenty of jobs if you're measuring jobs like that. I'm going to put aside my usual complaint that everyone's underemployed, and we've got an overabundance of 1099 workers that aren't getting any W-2 benefits and yet are paying extra taxes as independent contractors when they're working for a business that technically qualifies as a business that has to W-2 them, and it's not getting called on any of these businesses. I'm going to put that aside and mention, okay, so we've got record low unemployment, 
and also new tariffs that particularly affect the agricultural industry. And, oh, what's that other industry that Trump's super into? Steel? Yeah. So, like, the two largest industries that represent his support groups are the ones that are going to suffer most and quickest from all the tariff party going on right now. The new trade war. And they'll still vote for him Mm -hmm. next time, guaranteed. Yeah, because apparently it's the shadow Democrats posing as Republicans that are against all this. The old deep state. (laughs) Meanwhile, the the shallow state is yeah. doing all kinds of gnarly stuff that's, like, right there. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, some, like, good-slash-bad news. So, okay. Scott Pruitt, who was the oh, head of the yes. EPA, finally resigned amid multitudes of scandals. Uh, I mean, all kinds of, like, zany shit that, like, you would... Are, you, are we seriously... This is, yeah. like, a real thing today? And I hate that the, it's going to be represented, and it already has been represented as, uh, and he he represented it himself as a victory for harassment. So he's resigning, saying he's resigning because of all of the harassment. Yeah. Which, like, for both sides, that's super bad because a it sends a message to the extreme left that harassment gets the bad people out when harassment is not the way. Uh, he's out and he's only getting the harassment because of the 13 separate scandals. Yeah. That's why he's out. But I mean, it did lead to enough harassment to get him out. And uh, people, it, it sets up an easy excuse that like, oh, we lost our boy due to harassment, not due to all these scandals and wasting taxpayer money. <laughs> yeah. Or like hiring uh, a couple women in some like really weird way um, and then giving them raises Mysteri- like just hired them in a specific way that, so that he could specifically give them raises, which is like way above and beyond which someone normally working at the EPA would make. Mm. It was like hella shady. It's creepy enough that he previously sued the EPA. He was the biggest headache for the EPA, suing them because they were too strict on environmental re- regulations that he wanted to break. Yeah. So this is someone whose mission corporately before getting this position was to actively pollute the environment more than what was allowed and battle the agency that was protecting us and our our grandchildren like from this. how how does that sound like a good person to head the EPA or like <laughs> any of the heads of these like like uh Betsy DeVos who's head of the Department of Education who during her hearings was saying like she it became very clear that she really didn't know all that much about education or anything, really, probably. Yet she's still the, you know, it's it's crazy. But the guy, I guess, who's going to replace Scott Pruitt isn't any better. Oh, man. It's just, it's it's getting exhausting when <laughs> there's, like, people in power who, like, don't accept science, mm. you know? And we're it, already starting from behind being the country that invented the Internet having the worst internet infrastructure, per capita especially, then having uh, the worst pollution situation, leaving, like, just China going from most polluted country to greenest country all of a sudden. Yeah, like, right away. Meanwhile, Trump, like, put a tariff on, like, solar panels earlier this year. Like thirty percent or something, which will do great. We need a a... (laughs) we need a tariff on solar panels. Yeah. How like non-environmental is that to the maximum man it's so ridiculous like i 
Oh my god. Speaking of China, of course, we're in a trade war now, clearly, except yeah, unlike officially. an actual war, there's no term set for it to end. Yeah. Just loose things that aren't possible. Like, we can't just uh, have them just change the trade deficit. That happened because we got in a pattern of producing different things, and it's a symbiotic relationship. Just punishing one another isn't going to change this trade deficit, certainly not in any short-term order. It's just going to funnel more money into our government in the short term that then they're going to lose out on in the future when we're not making as much money to pay taxes on. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if you look at it as only this, like a trade deficit, like is bad because we're losing money, but we could get benefits in other ways, like lower cost of goods, which benefits the consumer, which is all which of us. Which then spends more money on goods and uh, is able to pay more. <laughs> I forgot to turn on the moon on my phone, and it's broadcasting while ringing right now. Sweet. That's always a good thing. Yeah, but, I mean, trade deficits have actually gone down really quickly, but... Like, what does that mean overall? I mean, I don't know. Like, what does it matter if the trade deficits go down a bit when, like, we spend a shit ton of money on other ridiculous stuff, too? Like, as far as government spending, I mean, increased defense spending. It's just crazy, man. Yeah, when we already spend the most, uh, not even per capita, just most biggest number on military by, like, a factor of 10. Yeah, we have the largest military, and we spend the most on it. Yeah, more than the next like, <laughs> I can't remember the number now. It's like twelve or fourteen countries combined. We have military obligations to the entire West. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, there's that. And even if we tried to, as a current presidential administration, like reverse a lot of things, why are we attacking things that are like where we're making money, especially the the main people? It, we haven't even gone into the fact that, ah, oh man, it kills me saying this because it sounds so alarmist, but all the recent tax breaks affect the rich. Yeah. What, what little amount um, does affect middle class families are going to be taken up by their products costing more by the time that affects Yeah, us. like when all the products increase in price, gas prices are going up, um, medical insurance costs are going up. I mean, all that's going to eat up. Like, I my check changed like without me changing anything um i think i get like an extra 11 12 bucks a week maybe (laughs) so like you know an extra 550 a year which you know yeah that's that's cool that's not gonna cover the increase in 80 to 90 percent of the products that we use to get by on either coming from china or being made out of chinese parts even if they're assembled in america not to mention that a lot of the stuff that's made in China that's going to be tariffed coming back to us is ha, includes American parts that got tariffed for them to even build them on China, in China. So our symbiotic relationship is going to lead to double tariffs on a lot of things before we even get those things in our hands as the consumers. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all kinds of crazy to me. It, it just seems like there's no, like, nuance to the discussion at all or like i mean it's just like trade deficits are bad and you know one of the arguments is the the old-fashioned uh trickle-down economy argument that didn't work for george w and didn't work for reagan yeah like you mentioned earlier before it's like air. demonstrably 
proven to not work. Yeah. Yeah, that's thrown out there that like, look, this time it'll work. Yeah. This time if all the big businesses get a tax break, they're not just going to uh, pay off that uh, extra money they get to like buy their stock back and pay off investors like Apple and Tim Cook said specifically they would do if this happened. Yeah. Like you have a company like that. How it's not evil of them to be completely honest and say and not even pretend that like other companies might pretend that it's going to trickle down to little people in some mysterious way yeah. or make products cheaper or anything like that. They were straight up. No, we've got a lot of investors that have been waiting a long time. They're going to get this money. If we get these tax breaks, and that's, yeah. it's, gonna, it's not going to trickle down to anybody. So choose wisely. And I hate like, and I remember when it like became apparent when uh, W was president, I was in high school. Um, yeah, that was his first term when I, yeah. Um, but there was a lot of talk about job creators. You know, if you just give the job creators a tax break, they'll just create jobs all over the place. But that's not really how it works. Like if a business, if you just give a business more money, but there's not more demand for what they do, they have no reason to create jobs. Like that's how it works. You know, it's not like people do, oh, I got like an extra $10 million. I'm just going to go hire a bunch of people. Why would you do that? Why would, that doesn't even sound like remotely plausible. But that's the idea between uh, behind trickle down. Yeah, so. it doesn't work that way. It never did before in the past. No, and it's like, every time, like, economists come out and say the same thing, like, hey, this doesn't work, and companies are just going to buy back their stocks, and it's not going to help the middle class at all. Yeah, I don't understand why we can listen to politicians that make up things or bring up old theories that didn't work provenly in history as opposed to what's actually been tested by actual experts that do science when it's the same science that's gotten us airplanes and cancer treatments like that works, but the, the same yeah. ki- type of method, method, methodology, method, methodology. Yeah. It's turning into methodology. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what like, yeah. that's what irritates me to no end about like the whole political situation is that the media isn't calling anyone on their bullshit and they'll like, they'll kind of dance around it. And they won't ever call something lies or bullshit. We need, like, an honest media that's just like, bullshit. And then Yo, it, that's bullshit. The problem is it turns into sounding just like the radical right right now. That's doing that, but it's all dishonest, calling bullshit on stuff that's actually true with no evidence behind it. Yeah. Just like, like bringing up the tax breaks for the rich, it just sounds like such a cliche. You think yeah. that can't even be possible. When it's already occurred, unequivocally, it's in the numbers. It's what happened. Yeah. Like, there was a bill that got passed in a a very rushed way where there was literally, like, hand-written in the margins of the bill, like, add-ons to that piece of legislation. And no one was able to read the entire thing before it was passed. Yeah. And that's how uh, the Republican Congress passes bills. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Sorry to, like, pause on that note, but it's bleak. And Yeah. Well, like, my... (laughs) And I I just want to go on a rant about this because the whole science, like, there's people in Congress who either actually, like, believe that climate change is a hoax and the Earth is 6,000 years old, or they feel they have to say those things to appeal to the people that vote for them. And either case is, like, bad because 
the Earth is most definitely, you know, 6,500 years old. And uh, just the total disregard for science. And, like, I always hear science get thrown around as, like, evil word almost. And it's like, no, 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 let, like, let's think about what science actually is. Yeah, you're not dead at 35 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a way of investigating the world in a uh, methodical way, following evidence and, like, discounting things that turn out not to be true. It's That's that all it simple. Is. It's like, just a process to weed out truth. Yeah. I mean, so you... you Oh, okay. Oh, you actually have a problem with that. Okay. Oh, you have a That's problem what, trying to see any evidence of something yeah, not working when, when it's it, been done already a couple it, times. Yeah. When it doesn't turn out to line your pockets or whatever. It's I mean, that it's cliche cool. definition of insanity that always gets thrown out there. Of yeah. Like repeating the same things over and over again when they don't work. Yeah. It's literally a disconnect from reality. And that's dangerous. That's legit dangerous. And, uh, there's a lot of shrugging about it, and there's, like, not a lot of media, like you said, really approaching the alarmism that you see on the right for what's actually the truth. It's, there's almost this air of fear. I, I see a lot of, okay, New York Times is pretty bold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to shout out the New York Times article that we're drawing from also for Pruitt, because they're just straight up, here's the 13 reasons why... <laughs> Pruitt's being investigated uh, and has been investigated and after resigning is still going to need to be investigated. Yeah, like it's not yeah, he's not resigning and like getting off scot-free they're gonna investigate his ass because <laughs> he was fucking corrupt as fuck so but that's just that, like so many people in this administration have turned out to be corrupt as fuck which I think that should say something about you know, the people making the decisions maybe also it's not even uh, questionable. It's not like this seems kind of corrupt. It's straight up laws that have been in place to prevent certain things that yeah. are getting ignored. That it's it's downright creepy at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got people um, in the right, like fortressed in that mindset, in this brainwashed mindset, and spreading it to others so loudly based on things that are completely untrue. Yeah. No, or just the same stuff, and that's but that's what I've noticed because I always mention this. Like, I'll go down in the weeds. I'll check out Fox News because I want to know what the fuck's going on. I want to know what the other talking points are, you know? Yeah. And it's always the same thing, and that's what happens is that like, you know, Fox News and these other sites disseminate the talking points, and then it just gets repeated. And not that that doesn't happen on the other side, um, but it's like the same stuff just keeps marching forward, you know. Like, there's still people who bring up Pizzagate. <laughs> I know. All right. Enough whining. Let's right. actually have some fun with some of these Pruitt things specifically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, mama. 13 reasons Scott Pruitt lost his job as EPA chief. Okay. Number one, the $50 a night condo. Yeah. So, like, condominiums aren't usually $50 a night. True. Especially when it's, like, some luxury one that he's in. And you're not allowed to have the wife of a lobbyist that's trying to lobby for legislation from you as a government decision maker, that lobbyist isn't allowed to like sell you stuff or like even yeah. the wife. So it's the wife of this lobbyist renting this condo to him. Yeah. For a just extraordinarily cheap amount of money. Yeah. 
Just like, oh yeah, no big deal. All right, kind of shady. Moving on. Gets way worse. The $43,000 phone booth. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> so you need a booth in your office that's completely soundproof. Yeah, so to take you can, phone calls. Yeah, to take phone calls that therefore can't be monitored by anybody while doing a job that's supposed to be totally public to the American people. Yeah, like these people are like fucking public servants, man. <laughs> and you're going to charge $43,000 to the taxpayers to get this yeah. privacy. All right, moving on. Gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pruitt's 24-hour security detail of at least 20 people was more than three times as large as ones for previous EPA administrators. That is just <laughs> silly. That's what that is. Like, this dude is just like, oh, yeah, I got security detail now. Might as well <laughs> bump it up. I want to look important. Yeah. Like, this fucking guy getting all the those EPA groupies. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure. Looking super cool now, dude. <laughs> and I don't want to turn this into a wine cast. And, and I apologize if we got a little uh, complainy in the beginning, because we're about to make up for it with some delicious victory. Because, oh, yeah. man, this getting rid of Pruitt, even if he's replaced by someone just as bad, oh, is. is at least finally a win for truth. And this Temporarily. Pulled, yeah. I'll take a temporary win for truth. Because yeah. enough of these temporary wins is how we got Trump in the first place. Yeah, that's true. So it's time for some people to give a shit about like what's actually true. And this is the start of it. And I mentioned that I'm, I'm ashamed that harassment played a part in it because I don't think harassment should be the way to get political officials out. But hey, in the past, it took violence. So if it took harassment this time, it's better than it shooting him. Yeah. Good job that way, but I, also think, but I also think the whole harassment thing is just like scapegoating BS, so he doesn't have to be like, oh, it's actually because of the 13 scandals, and I'm like... Yeah, and I'm just going to blame I'm, on I'm shady as fuck. Yeah, but it was, it was harassment. <laughs> yeah, okay, dude. Sure. Okay, moving on. Pruitt tra travel expenses. So, regularly flew first class at taxpayer expense in his first year in office. We remember that controversy. Yeah. So when he got that called on him, that like, hey... The EPA dude isn't, like, paid to fly first cross yeah. taxpayer money. It's not how taxpayer money works. Oh, we're perfect. In between a couple of these. Come, Milu, come. Come. Have the seats. What up? Our guest is here. Our guest would have been here early if I gave her the correct address. I'm just, like, dropping balls all over this one. So you guys can, like, learn and grow with me. One thing you want to learn and grow with is if you're broadcasting from your phone, put it in do not disturb mode. So that people can't call you during your broadcast. Learn and grow with me. That never happens. People don't. <laughs> this guy, you want this parking in there because it's not this part. And then swing around. You want this part. And then headphones optional. And uh, I don't know if you caught this before, but we're absolutely not going to interview you. <laughs> yeah, I Yeah. It. Totally don't worry <laughs> about that at all. <laughs> a promise. This is interview. We're talking interview, but we're not getting interviewed. Correct. I never called it an interview. I called it interview. <laughs> Which is okay. Wait, hold on. I didn't even have your mic on. Yeah, it's oh, a talk show. There you go. And if if you want to call it an interview, psh, it's fine. Then it's more of a talk show. Yeah. Yeah, but what we're gonna do is is uh is go behind the news at you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and just enjoy your companionship and banter. Right on, right on. Hey, what up, Mario? He's in the background trying to be sneaky and not interrupt, and I'm interrupting. This guy hella sneaking. To celebrate him. I'm going to interrupt our broadcast to celebrate. 
Happy yeah, Fourth Happy of Fourth. July. Yeah. yeah. Mario, when is your show again so I can broadcast? Tuesdays from 6 to 9. Tuesdays 6 to 9. Check out RadioVegas.rocks because that's when Mario's show is and it's good. And I should have just remembered when it was, but you know, on the spot, who remembers stuff? <laughs> Later. All right, you guys. Yeah. So, visitors. Not only, Milu, are you good at drumming, but I've had just a jolly time every time we've hung out. <laughs> yeah, so it's I'm pretty just much so a blast. Happy, happy to have you here. Same here, same here. Thank you. So we're having a fun time going through all of the reasons why Pruitt had to step down, even though he was complaining. The EPA guy. The guy that was put in front of the EPA, even though he previously was the lawyer that sued the EPA over <laughs> and over again to try to do fracking and all kinds of stuff that... <laughs> That, like, you know, when you're living in a small town and all of a sudden you get all kinds of horrible skin rashes just trying to swim in a local <laughs> lake and you're mad and you don't know why uh, everyone's got cancer, this guy, <laughs> yeah. your small town's got a yeah. cancer epidemic and, like, high infant mortality rates, it's because of this guy. <laughs> when you put it that way, you know, he doesn't seem right. so bad. No. He's just a bunch of I was of starting kids. to like him, too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, right. It, I, I hate hearing myself go there because the last thing I wanted to be was some like leftist extremist and talk about like dead babies and stuff. But this is a legit source of dead babies, dude. And like he's claiming it's harassment. That's why he got out. But let's look at why the harassment. All right. So we're only on like number four of 13, I think. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm <laughs> right in the beginning, guys. <laughs> Didn't miss much. No. You just, you just missed us whining about the government like everybody else is. <laughs> And, and not being proactive and offering solutions, just talking about how we're fucked. You know, just liking it. But we didn't, we didn't say we're moving to Canada. At least we didn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be one of those people. Yeah, like see you guys in Canada. Canada. No. Yeah. Canada will not take Canada. us. Just like Texas is never going to secede. No. You know? And I California's mean, never going to slide into the ocean. Well. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. One of these, one of these <laughs> days, man. One of these days. Yeah. yeah. It'll be like Catalina Island 2. We can only then then Arizona would like be okay. Yeah, yeah. Nevada too, because we'll be on the coast yeah. now. Then we'll finally like Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only then. Yeah, that's true. We have been complaining about Arizona existing since we did the show in the car like three years. Ago. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I have yet to hear someone say, "I'm so thankful that Arizona exists." Like. <laughs> That has yet to be said by like pretty much anyone I've ever known in my life. Unless so. they're talking about the beverages. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Shout so. out to our friends in Arizona. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> We're sorry for you. <laughs> okay, so travel expenses. Yeah, don't fly first class if it's on taxpayer money. Lesson one, because taxpayers get mad and harass you. I wonder why. <laughs> and then after that, Tons and tons of military travel. Just like, oh, I'll just use military planes and still rack up $120,000. <laughs> oh, for his aides, too. There's 20 aides. Like, I need 20 security guards. <laughs> Jeez, man. Okay, travel expenses. Pay raises and personal matters. Oh, man, this one's, like, thick. Let's, let's sum it up quickly, since there's 13 of these. <laughs> uh... It's just cliff notes it. Two aides previously worked for Pruitt in Oklahoma. Bypassed the usual White House procedures. This is what you're talking about, Mallory. Yeah. And were reappointed with higher salaries under a provision of the Safe Drinking Water Act. So, 
oh, got to be about that safe drinking water yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm sure that was the entire motivation uh, yeah. behind that. <laughs> totally got to pay people extra. Meanwhile, Flint, Michigan does not have safe drinking water. Their Still. drinking water is full of lead for years now. Yeah. Known. Crazy. So it's like one of the poorest places in the nation and people have to purchase water. In a nation that's been proud for our whole lives of saying, yeah. all of our drinking water is is potable. You can drink all of it in the whole nation, our beautiful mm-hmm. first world country. Meanwhile, we've got like nations that it's in our budget to help them get drinking water. We're not spending that on our own. Yeah. <laughs> our own cities that do not have safe drinking water. That's pretty insane at this stage. Yeah. But they're the poorest people too, so they're the least powerful and they're the easiest to neglect. But it's okay because yeah. Scott Pruitt hired those two people. Yeah. They're hired. They're getting that extra pay salary. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We got it covered. <laughs> yeah. The Detroit can drink their piss. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the solution for Pruitt. Good job. Uh, <laughs> undisclosed email addresses. Like question mark, question mark, question mark at epa.gov. So when he took the helm of the EPA, it was understood. I should aim the microphone at my mouth. It was understood that Mr. Pruitt had two official email accounts. So this is one thing we're learning. Uh, when I completely don't drink and don't smoke weed and then just drink a bunch of energy drinks, like Zip Fizz up in my energy drink, that's already an energy drink, like, uh, this is what happens. This is what it looks like. That's another, like, subtext that we didn't clue you in on. Um, that's part of the party today. So join us at home. You can click a link and spin wheels that we're not going to look at at greasyconversation.com. You can just totally run around in circles while you listen to this because that's, like, the spirit of this one. Okay. So, when he took the helm of the EPA, it was understood that Mr. Pruitt had two official email accounts, pruitt.scott at epa.gov and adm14pruitt at epa.gov. However, two other email addresses later emerged, sooner7 at epa.gov, which is the mascot of the University of Oklahoma sports teams, and ESP7, the initials of his full name, Edward Scott Pruitt, at epa.gov. In May... The EPA's inspector general said that his office would review whether Mr. Pruitt circumvented public records laws by using several email addresses. And that's the thing. He already circumvented public record laws by having a a soundproof booth in his office. That's <laughs> yeah. another thing we went. And not only did he spend well, like 43000 on like a box full of foam that like anyone, his cousin probably made. Out of plywood and mattresses, <laughs> that that forty three thousand dollar thing was just so he could talk on the phone without going to his goddamn own house That's if right. he wants to have a fucking private conversation or like take a walk, fat ass, That's around like, the block and get on the phone. Rich people problems right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I need a soundproof booth <laughs> because everything I do as a public official is supposed to be public to the taxpayers. <laughs> Can't have that. <laughs> Yeah, right. How can I have them less know what I'm doing? Yeah, I need secret email addresses, too. <laughs> that it's like some cryptic way even associated with me. But if 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 everything I do is public record, everyone will know how shady I am. Can't <laughs> you don't want that, that happening. We yeah. can't know too much, guys. Right. So email your complaints along with a small donation to help turn this around to Scott Pruitt at Gmail, which is an account that we bought. So we, we have Scott Pruitt at Gmail, so you can send us... <laughs> Send us your EPA donations. <laughs> I like the, the ESP email he had. I wonder if he like secretly wishes he had 
like ESP. He like just pretends he's psychic. Yeah. All the time he's like, yeah, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I am sexy. Yeah, I'm Scott Pruitt, head of the EPA. Oh man. So, so many of these travel expenses crawled through that one. Uh, oh, oh, that was a previous one. Okay, the creepy email addresses. Meetings with industry. Oh man. <sighs> I can't believe that, like, I have to be this dude. <laughs> I can't believe I have to sound like such a leftist extremist just talking about, like, actual truth right now. See, but this is You the don't thing. get an option, though. I know. You don't like, there's option, no but, option. But this is, this is the <laughs> thing, like, the idea of, like, a leftist extremist isn't really a thing that, like, exists. Yeah, because I remember being young and hearing some news with this leftist slant complaining about stuff like I'm talking about now that there was much less evidence of. It was still going on, but it was much more exaggerated. Now, when I'm flipping through my Apple News, which Apple's tried really hard to keep it balanced, so there's Fox stuff in there and CNN stuff in there, in equal amounts, I've counted articles. Mm -hmm. New York Times is in there just as much as whoever the fuck. But the thing is, the left ones are really tiptoey right now. And it's weird. It's like... CNN, why are you afraid of losing right-wing listeners? They're all gone. Yeah, They're yeah. gone anyway. Yeah. You lost them a long time yeah. ago. Stop, stop trying maybe to make like, them yeah. happy halfway. For, like, independents who might be right-leaning, maybe. But that's the thing. I think it's, like, a, it's a tactic from the opposite side to make it seem like you have to tiptoe. Otherwise, you get called out. Yeah. And then it's, like, well, then it just it makes it impossible to discuss, like, actual things that happened. Or else, like... I mean, these are facts. They're not yeah. like conjecture. And we have to tiptoe around them? Fuck that. Yeah, so all no. our supposedly fake news buddies <laughs> that are saying actual real things are tiptoeing around it. And then there was this weird thing. And it was, uh, it'll probably come to me in a second which controversy it was of the many controversies lately. But I saw in the same feed this week, like a story from Fox next to a story from CNN. And they were like switched. Like, the Fox headline sounded like it was trying to be balanced and huh. say something anti-Trump. And That's the CNN one in the headline seemed like it was trying to sway it, almost like giving Trump a pass on something. Of course, I read the article, and then the Fox one totally softballs the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the CNN one was almost like, gotcha, this shit sucks, though. It's totally sarcastic. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Good job. That's Man. too good. If any of you in the comments can call out one like that. <laughs> I'm sure they got everyone delicious. on that one. But yeah, that's the gist of it. All right. So meetings with industry. Old Scotty. Uh, Representative Frank Pallone Jr., the top Democrat of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, requested the investigation after a report that Mr. Pruitt had encouraged the coal mining industry to group, group to urge Mr. Trump to withdraw from the Paris Climate Change Agreement. You're not allowed as the EPA guy to encourage the coal mining industry to do anything to help them. You're not supposed to help coal. Coal is never, there's no clean coal. When Trump was talking about clean coal uh, in like scrubbers and things that make clean coal cleaner, it's like making a garbage fire cleaner. You can't like <laughs> make it clean to burn tires. It's yeah. like burning carbon. <laughs> It's the definition of, like, the uncleanest <laughs> way to do it. There's no clean coal that we're just neglecting. There's clean nuclear that we're neglecting that China is building right now. Yeah. Have you heard about the um, 
thorium reactors? No. Ooh, this is fun and juicy, and it's not an American news fucking ever, even though it's probably because huh. it's old news. Okay. They throw it out there, and people don't pay attention to it because it's a little heady. If it's so more than 24 hours, it's old. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so thorium reactors were initially developed as one of the four types of nuclear reactors that were being considered for American energy. Okay. And the type of nuclear reactor that is the standard that all of them run on now is the type that was developed for submarines. So the argument that got that one going is, hey, this already works for submarines. Mm -hmm. The thorium kind was actually developed, uh, like, the secret motive was for it to be the best one for domestic use. But mm -hmm. to get funding for it, they did it under the Air Force as, like, hey, let's make a nuclear-powered aircraft. Mm. Which is, yeah, I know. That wasn't going to fly, and a lot of people saw behind that. So it got some funding to get designed, but then it, it couldn't get uh, it couldn't get traction because it hadn't gotten built and tested like the one in submarines. Hmm. Meanwhile, that antique submarine one, of course, there's a lot of waste material. Mm -hmm. And then we don't know what to do with the waste material. So there's the whole Yucca Mountain controversy of like, hey, we'll just fill a mountain with it. Of course. <laughs> and we're going to put it on these trains where if a train car had a collision or anything... There'd be massive fallout for us and most of the West Coast. <laughs> Nothing to worry so about. <laughs> that was our solution. That's currently what we do: is cram it in Yucca Mountain. So, the thorium reactor has two major advantages. One is it would run on two materials predominantly. One is thorium, which is a byproduct of industrial mining currently. Mm. So, as we're mining for a lot of other materials. We have piles of thorium that's just a waste material. Okay. That's just uh, sold for a couple of random things, but there's a massive overstock of it. Mm -hmm. There's not like a major industrial use for it. And to power a city for, I can't remember if it's a month or a year, it's like this much thorium. It's like a... That's a trip. Like a big marble worth of thorium that you need. Mm. And then the other thing you need to get it going is the waste material from the other reactors. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to make this one type of fissile material if we didn't already have a mountain full of it left over as a byproduct from the way we were already doing nuclear. <laughs> so it's like lined right up. Then the other major advantage of thorium and uh, thorium reactors is that they're molten salt based. Instead of heating water and then transferring the, the heat from the radioactive water to clean water and then that hot, clean water gets evaporated as steam, mm -hmm. and then that runs steam turbines. That's why yeah. you see pillows of what looks like smoke from nuclear reactors, but it's not harmful. Because mm. it's just steam, and it's clean steam. But uh, the molten salt reactor uses molten salt, of course, as yeah. the medium, and there's a frozen plug. So if the molten salt doesn't keep flowing, if there's a meltdown, any kind of failure, the plug melts from the molten salt... And all of the radioactive material falls into an underground containment just by gravity. It's a good idea. Right? Uh, <laughs> so anything goes wrong, everything just goes underground. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All done. Safe reactor. All right. <laughs> the only problem is no one wants to spend money on it in this country because everyone's afraid of new nuclear fears. Mm. And the education that that one is safe isn't getting out there. It's, it's a clean, safe nuclear. But people are like, yeah, it's like clean coal. I don't believe you're a clean nuclear or whatever. <laughs> Here. Meanwhile, China's building it and yeah, it's going it's online soon. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. so meanwhile, China it's covered in the most solar panels per capita of any nation. 
most solar panels per capita when they have the most people too. Yeah, so it's yeah. like the most capita. <laughs> I hear like even the people like have solar panels on them now. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting though. They have little solar panel hats. So they're going to have a thorium <laughs> reactor and then their, their solar panel hats are going to be obsolete. <laughs> and they're going to sell them to us with huge tariffs and take in that sweet tariff money. No, then they're just going to have thorium reactor hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll, and then they'll be selling us their shitty solar solar hats. Yeah. And we're going to love it because it's like, all we can deal with. Like we'll get it on Wish. <laughs> So that's interesting, (laughs) but as usual, even though it's it's going to go underground and it's predominantly a better situation, (laughs) Um, it's better than evaporating into the atmosphere. Yeah, in that sense, that's why I'm like, "Eh." because if if there's a rupture in the radioactive portion of the water, yeah, any rupture. Is if it's not within the two layers of containment walls that yeah. are required around the core, then we're, we're toast. That's you got to move away. Then, ta-da, fallout happens. Yeah, so, that's a good thing. That's, you <laughs> that's know. the way to do it. That's clean energy. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you don't need like layers of containment vessels with the thorium reactor. Things go awry, and gravity just takes it out of yeah. the situation. Yeah. And it's not something that evaporates into the into the air anyway. But the I molten mean, salt's not gonna. But do you really want a future that isn't like a Fallout video game? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're so close, guys. I know <laughs> you're gonna ruin it for us. Yeah, that's why no one's voting yes on yeah. this project. I've been stocking up, <laughs> been stocking up bottle caps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, back to China again. We didn't even mention how gnarly we are being to them with this tariff thing, because. China just cyclically usually has an economic dip, at least a slowdown at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. This year, they didn't have that hmm. for whatever reason. Maybe things are going good for them. <laughs> what? But a month ago, they had it late. That's so their weird. economy started to scale down um, later than it usually does about a month ago, mm. which meant perfect time to hit them with tariffs where it would hurt them the most. <laughs> Which is so fucked because we don't even have like a clear like, uh, hey, we'll stop the tariffs if you do this. Yeah. No, we're like, oh, trade deficit bad. Punishing them for something that's our failure. The trade deficit is because we took advantage of their cheap labor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds very American. You can't blame <laughs> them for building up a powerhouse economy and having a huge rebirth of their own success by building stuff cheap for us. It's what we asked for. <laughs> And here we're punishing them for this trade deficit and giving them no exit strategy and no warning either. You couldn't even say, hey, you do this and this, and we won't have these tariffs that we're threatening you with now. No, surprise, tariffs. And they're like, hey, we just had a slowdown. You didn't even let us prepare for it. So, of course, they're like seeing red for good reason. Uh... And why are we messing with them? That's the most people. Most people are Han Chinese. We're messing with most of humans. That sucks. <laughs> it sucks because you're part of the country. You're just like, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> right? And we're, we're utterly symbiotically dependent on them. And now, and, and it, it's almost like I was trying to like see what could possibly be a win for the American people on this tariff time. Mm-hmm. The closest I can come to is... A short-term win if the government is able to make some money on these tariffs mm. and maybe deal with that $3 trillion deficit that was caused <laughs> by tax breaks for the rich. 
Which I fucking, again, hate saying that because it sounds so made up. That, that happened, though. It's for sure actually happened. It's in the books. So I love what you mentioned earlier, Mallow, that in Obama's time, because we still had Republican control of the House and Senate, mm-hmm. the entire government shut down over the possibility of any deficit increase. Yeah. But now, no government's getting shut down. We just totally no problem with $3 trillion deficit. That's cool. Yeah, just, like, adding to the deficit right away, and then, like, no stink made, which, it just goes to, like, illustrate the double standards, so, you know, which, I mean, you know, there's just always going to be, it's just (laughs) how politics, unless people get out and vote, uh, crazy people who don't know shit out of office, Yeah. so, you know. Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) Yeah, and this deal with China, as someone that's actually worked directly with Chinese businesses in China through translators back and forth with associates that have traveled to China at like multiple companies. There are other human beings over there. They don't want (laughs) war with us. What do you mean? I thought this was just like empty land this whole time. (laughs) They they feel like they've been playing catch up. They feel like they're new to this economic powerhouse dumb. And it was with our help that they did it. And we're buddies they're the communists that we said we're cool with. Right. Meanwhile, what is this? What is all this? What is the end game with this? Okay, so as I was getting with the tariffs, uh, whatever we make in these tariffs, we're going to lose mm. in economic uh, freezing, economic coasting, basically all of the things that are either made in China or China has to get parts from the United States to make again to give back to us. Like LEDs, for example, anything with an LED in it, uh, you might be getting the LED from China, but companies like Nichia in Japan or uh, semiconductor manufacturers in the United States make the actual chip that's inside the LED. Hmm. So China actually doesn't always make the chip that's in the LED. They get it as these little tiny dyes, they're called put it in the plastic housing, sell it back to us. So that gets tariffed twice then. That sucks. (laughs) And there's LEDs and everything. That's such a way to There's hundreds of them just in my field of vision right now. (laughs) This monitor is backlit with them. Literally all of the lights besides these. They're the fad right now. Like everyone has them. It's the gra- it's how grandma has them, now. you know, in her wheelchair. Like, <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah, this fucking pad's covered in them. <laughs> it's like how light works now. Yeah. So how does this not affect the American people? I don't get it. I'm sure they didn't think about that. <laughs> We're lucky in this, too. We actually have the padding to survive the tariffs. Econ- economists are saying, at least so far as NPR is reporting as of today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm totally the snowflake cuck getting news from NPR right now, <laughs> but they're saying, uh, that we, we can really have a delay if it's timed right. When we start seeing the problems with these tariffs will be as soon as we get a Democrat in office hmm. so they can be nice and scapegoated. Because, yeah. of course, whatever's happening right in this instance is the fault of the current president. Not like everything is good economic going on right now as a result of the recovery that took place over the last two terms of a Democrat in office. Had nothing to do with yeah, that. Who had nothing but Republicans to work against, so it was practically a lame duck president. Yeah. <laughs> Long-term economic trends are not real. Yeah. You guys, have some caffeine with me and get outraged. <laughs> <laughs> but before you get too outraged, it's we've come to the top of the broadcast. The really? middle top? 
Yeah! It's it's one of those that's just like, it's going too quickly. I think your caffeine fury is just like <laughs> permeating reality right now and speeding everything up. It's it's true. There is like technically five minutes to like the hour chunk. So I'm like jumping a gun a little bit. But no one's like, dude, you've got to do the ads right at this specific time. Uh. It's true. No one did say that yet. Yet. We we are given a lot of freedom on this station. It's I hereby decree. Super fortunate. Oh, it's hereby decreed that it's time for commercial, commercial chug. chug. Dick, 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 dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save forty five percent on packages compared to your high priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Oh, oh, okay. Wow, we didn't even repeat the phone number along with it. You guys, flying through the air. It's so good, we're going to fly in a metal tube. Metal tubes full of people going through the air. Gotta love them. Love the metal tube full of people. Oh, gonna fly through the air. It's so safe, gonna fly. Oh, like it, gonna land on the ground, not crash. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-515-2397. That's 800-515-2397. It's the wrong type of water. It's where there's ice in the top and I can't drink it. If I push the ice, I'm about to... I know. No, I can push the ice down below the water. Yes. Learn and grow, you guys. We're going to learn and grow and share and love and learn together. And part of what that looks like is... You, the, if the top is ice, you shove it below the surface, and then like the water comes through the top, and then you spill water all over your MIDI controller. <laughs> Here's the thing. What this reminds me of is drug addiction, which happens to us all all the time, for sure. And if it ever gets too difficult, no, like for reals. For reals. Real moment. This is for you. Get ready. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. 
I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-961-2480-800-961-2480-800-961-2480-800-961-2480. What were you saying we should mention later and we'll like tease Some, it? Not now. We're not going to mention it now. Yeah. We can tease something that we're something. going to mention. That's it. That's the tease, man. <laughs> uh, here's the tease. I've got a major scam thing that happened to a friend of mine that I like want to warn you about. Mm. And uh, just to spoil a little, it basically involves getting into an Uber car that's like not actually the Uber car, oh. which is super easy to do yeah. if you're drunk, which is the best time to get an Uber. Yeah. So massive take advantage of thing, and it's it was done by a taxi driver. What this scam? Because you know the taxi drivers hate the Uber drivers, mm-hmm. and I think they've gotten to the point where they're willing to think of people that would summon an Uber as less than people and justify taking advantage and, and scamming these people. They're just innocent people trying to get an affordable ride because they can't afford a taxi, and they'd rather drive home safe than drive home drunk. And the taxi's not the affordable option. It never has been. So uh, on that note, if you've had extra money because of avoiding paying taxes, you don't have to pay all those like back taxes. You can negotiate for way less and get those taxes handled at a fraction of what you actually owe the IRS. And this is that place that, like, helps you do that. The following story is fictional. Woo, boy. I had a rough night's sleep. Let me read you that letter I got from the IRS. Dear John, according to our records, you owe the IRS $37,950.50. If you don't call us right away and set up a payment plan, we're going to freeze your bank account and put a lien on your home. Well, heck, part of me says you want my trailer, you can go ahead and have it. And I only got 100 bucks in the bank anyway. But so here's what I did. I called me the tax doctor. I paid them their fee, and I got the whole thing reduced to $1,000. If you owe the IRS any personal or business taxes well north of $10,000, you call yourself the tax doctor right now. See if they can save you some real money. 800-917-8546. That's 800 9 one seven eighty five forty six. You can rewind. You don't need to hear the number six times. You can just play the like. Seriously, there's no way you're listening to this on a device that you can't rewind. It's 2018. <laughs> yeah. Can you remember the last time you've consumed a piece of media that was the only time you could consume that media? Maybe if you went to like a comedy show and they didn't let you record it. Yeah, it's the only example I can think of. Or like some concerts. Yeah, most concerts, every other person's holding up their cell phone anyways. Oh, this shit'll be on Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
That was yeah. just back when you recorded it on a cassette from the radio. You <laughs> know, you were trying it. to get a song and the, the commercial know. snuck in. <laughs> and of course, the dude talks through the solo uh, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> when you're like, here it comes, guys. Epic ending. Thank you for listening to. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, you're like, oh, yeah, get off. You ruined it. I almost got the whole song. Remember when TRL would just play like one minute of each video? <laughs> Like, ah. <laughs> and then so you try to watch the music video online and you could only get it on like the school library. <laughs> yeah. I would like tell my PE teacher I had to re- research uh, a project. And he's like, yeah. look, you're doing this a lot. I know you don't like PE. Let's just keep it to like two days a week. <laughs> Negotiating. <laughs> that. That's so I'd like funny. I'd pick two random days and be like, dude, he'd be like, all right, write a paper. <laughs> like, really come back tomorrow, okay? <laughs> have, luck, have fun with your project. Right. I'd be like kicking back, my headphones like going all the way around to the back of the beige computer. Yeah. Which was like way back there because, of course, it's like a monitor that's oh, like as thick yeah, as it is wide. Dude. Imagine not like sitting at that. Like, there's people that are like adults with jobs technically yeah. that never really had to do anything on a sitting at a monitor that's like as long as it is wide. Yeah. That's like crazy to yeah. think about. Yeah. I remember when my dad was like, I don't want to get CDs. I don't want to invest in CDs because the moment I get a CD player and all these CDs, everyone's going to have mini discs and then we'll have to get a mini disc player and then we'll have to get all these as mini discs again. I'm just going to wait for mini discs. Look, they're already out there. They're too expensive. Man. So meanwhile, it was like 92 when we finally got a CD player. Wow. <laughs> and I remember being so amazing. It's like, this one's only a hundred bucks and it's portable. <laughs> this was like before Anti-Skip. So we're like, yeah, it's portable. Oh, I can't take it anywhere. Oh, right? Couldn't use it in the car. Yeah, you can't even like <laughs> sit it in your lap in the car. Uh, that reminds me of, I just went to a museum of failure. And once upon a oh, time, awesome. yeah, they show you all the failed devices from the really big companies. <laughs> yeah. One nice. of them being a portable record, like a vinyl record player. Whoa. And it's just like this clamp where you put your record in between it and it's, you can take it anywhere you want to go. Sure. So fudge up your vinyl <laughs> because your dust is going to get on that needle. Like the needle is going to be bouncing. Yeah. You're going to mess up your needle and your vinyl. Like it was a horrible thing that did not last and did not go very far. <laughs> if you want to see uh, a really cool breakdown, actually on a couple versions of that yeah. concept, like a Sony one. And then I, I think another brand of the same type of product that holds a record weird and like just hamburgers. It, yeah. There's a, a YouTube channel called tech moan. Okay. Tech, uh, Moan. I forgot how to spell the word moan. I'm not excited. M O A N. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Moan. And it's this awesome British guy. I watch all his things because he like looks at old technology like that. Oh, okay. Takes it apart and talks shit on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds fun. This is why this was a terrible product. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> oh yes, with an accent, you got me there. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a CD one too. The like just clamps down just like the CD like just that? spins oh, outside of it, yeah. <laughs> so you can just like bump it into stuff and scratch your CD really Dude. easy. <laughs> like that museum, the whole time you're in the museum, you're just thinking like, how did no one stop you from creating this? <laughs> like no one in your entire team, more than ten people for sure, told you, hey, this is not going to be a good idea. Like no, everyone was just like, here's all the funds, create this ridiculous thing. <laughs> There's one that he did like a couple videos on that got brought back even. Oh, to then man. be shitty again. 
So there's this second round, guys. This is the one. Yeah, there's this back in the day product that was like a little toy Volkswagen bus that you'd set down on a record and it would drive around on the record and play it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it sounds adorable. It does sound adorable. And then it got brought back as like a novelty toy product uh-huh. without a lot of um, hype to it. And not a big deal. It's not like it's claiming to be super high fidelity. It's a toy and it's cheap. Oh, okay. And then this dude on Kickstarter makes this one that's like this same dimensions, but it looks like this pretty rectangle. Huh. Like it's got like a lattice work grill. Okay. And the way it's molded out of plastic, it looks like a premium device. Okay. But it still has the same like arm that pops up where the antenna would pop up uh-huh. on the bug. That's like how you stop it. Yeah. You put your arm up and it hits this thing and then it can stop without you having to grab it and scratch your record so it's truly the same design the bottom looks the same and everything yeah just maybe just indifferent enough to avoid patent infringement okay yeah makes sense and oh also and it's bluetooth <laughs> still sounds like garbage it goes like <laughs> there's still so many Mrow. like yeah yeah like, like even with the bluetooth <laughs> yeah through the bluetooth even it's just <laughs> you can just hear it clearly without having to get wires that's all you can hear the mess clearly yeah. It's hard to describe the manner in which it sounds terrible, because it's like a couple kinds of terrible. <laughs> it can't maintain a consistent speed, so it's like super wow and fluttery. Just like everything that's playing is just like... <laughs> hella like motor noise and stuff, because there's an electric motor right by a magnetic <laughs> pickup. Nice. <laughs> so smart, guys. That, adds, that just adds to the flavor. Of the sound, yeah. All right, man. You're just ask, acting some. Uh, you're just uh, like adding some type type of distortion. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, like a, a metal coil that picks up any kind of electromagnetism is right next to a motor that runs via electromagnetism. Ta-da! Yeah, <laughs> that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. You totally like the sound of an electric motor along with your. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't think the song was full enough, yeah. just add that guy in there. Missing something in your music. <laughs> how about the sound of a nice how about the nice hum of an electric motor to go along with your favorite records you don't need a drummer or a bass player you it's like the motor now engineering shade and fraud you just get to like <laughs> I broke it. love others failure and just roll around in it so this failure museum sounds amazing it is super amazing i found Where? it off of groupon it's in hollywood right now yeah. So is it like a like a temporary museum or is yeah, it just it's there? a temporary really? museum? Oh. Yeah, the old traveling yeah. museum shtick, huh? Yeah. All right. So I've seen these old it's traveling very, museums. Very, very cool. Speaking of failure, hey, sometimes your credit reflects some failure. <laughs> sometimes it spirals out of control. That's another thing that you can totally get someone to negotiate down for you too. What? Yeah, your credit. You can totally oh yeah, your credit. Call these people I'm about to mention, and you can yeah. rewind if you miss the phone number after being told to you four <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> and yeah. seriously, these people are these are all actual sponsors of like legit companies that help the station out a lot. Um, just mention RadioVegas.rocks. It helps us out. It could help you out. Even it might not, but it's worth talking to them about it. And here it is. Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Yeah! 
Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? The secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score. Is your credit score less than 700? Do you even know? Well, now at the same time, you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better. And when you call our special credit repair hotline, you'll speak to an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score. And the call and consultation are F-R-E-E. That's free. I'm telling you, the secret to paying less is a better credit score and you can fix it right now. So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1286. 877-857-1286. That's 877-857-1286. Yes, that's right. We were talking about how you can make a lens out of ice and then start a fire with it. But my theory is that it's really hard to get ice that's clear and doesn't have a bunch of air bubbles floating in it. That you probably are like in a mechanized environment enough to just have fire. Like, if you need fire and you have an ice lens, I would find the machine that made the ice lens... <laughs> And, like, short it out until you get a fire. <laughs> Way easier. Problem solved. <laughs> Way to use it. Don't use it. <laughs> Speaking of inventions, oh, this is my favorite sponsor to segue with. Because they're uh, called Davison Big Idea, and they take your idea for a product or an app and help you take it to market and such. So if you've got like a good idea for a product or an app, which we always do. One of my recent ones was a device to clean the top of soda cans because why are you putting your mouth on the outside of the traveling container mm-hmm. that's been in some dirty truck traveling across the nation with birds shitting on it and bats <laughs> having babies all over it and shit? Rat parties? Yeah, like rats just like humping all over your soda can. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think about when I get my soda. Yeah. Trucker skin flakes <laughs> wafting all over that oh, shit. Oh, God, gross. Right? And then you put your mouth on that. So this will <laughs> wipe those trucker skin flakes right off your we beverage. Got you guys. <laughs> all that dandruff wafting off. Oh, God. <laughs> no, you don't longer, no longer need to stress about it, guys. We got you covered. <laughs> we got you covered. This product's going to clean that shit off. <laughs> Look, are you looking for a soundproof booth for your office? <laughs> so you can talk about stuff without getting pestered by those pesky taxpayers? God. Do you, do you want to talk to Russia <laughs> without having to use a Facebook page? <laughs> We all know how big of a hassle that is. We've got soundproof booths for days. Right. You want a Faraday cage? We'll take that metal screen for 40 bucks at the hardware store and make you a Faraday cage. <laughs> no, no signals getting through that. You want a soundproof booth? We're going to take uh, hospital mattresses from eBay. It's like 60 bucks worth of hospital mattress. I know because I've done this. <laughs> oh my God. And like some plywood. Boom! Soundproof booth. <laughs> Done. Ta-da. Custom Save made. Money. That'll yeah. be forty-three thousand dollars, please. Forty-three thousand dollars, right here. <laughs> Taking it to market. You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. 
We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free Big Idea Starter Guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free Big Idea Starter Guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-208-9876. The reason my hair looks like there's product in it is because I secrete product from my pores. <laughs> I take this pill, and the pill is full of all kinds of chemicals. It's like basically aluminum shavings. And then, <laughs> sounds very healthy. I like this. Mm-hmm. So I take this pill, and then my pores and my head start secreting, basically like a like axe. Like it's like axe body spray comes out of my head pores, and women just love it. They run my fingers, they run my fingers through my hair, <laughs> and then they they put my fingers in their mouth. And just like <laughs> lick the ass body spray off my fingers. This product is amazing, you guys. You guys should try it. <laughs> Women putting my fingers in their mouths every day. <laughs> just follow oh, me around. I don't even have to pay them. Yeah. It's pretty much just powdered <laughs> aluminum. Yeah. My hair started falling out, but while it's still there, I'm getting a hell of attention, you guys. <laughs> and then, then when all the hair falls out, I'm just going to have this greasy, stinky, bald situation that's just gonna be so hot it's gonna be so sexy it's gonna be like dripping out of yeah. your head my head's gonna be like a roll-on deodorant oh, I'm like a rocking gross. ballpoint pen i'm able to write my name on walls with my own head oh my god oh man sounds, sounds like a great talent there yeah or like party trick America's got talent here. We go. <laughs> I just squirt. Imagine like crashing parties like that. Just go crash like keggers. You guys want like... you guys want to see something cool as fuck? <laughs> Do you have any white bed sheets? <laughs> oh, you hold this side. You hold this side. All right. Hats off. Get ready. Ma'am, what's your name? Oh, that's so, so gross. Do you... Well, that's too long. Can I turn that to Amy? All right, Amy. Here we go. It's A and Y, right? All right. Oh, man. Custom made. Actually, it's A-Y-M-E-E-E. <laughs> right? You're A M Y tonight, Amy. All right. There's a silent K at the end. <laughs> you give her the dripping bed sheet. Like, here you go. Oh, my God. I autographed it in the corner. Be sure to just put, put this on eBay in a couple months. You get a pretty penny, okay? All right, Amy. Have a good one. She throws it immediately in the garbage. <laughs> Oh, man. Then washes her hands. That's Doesn't appreciate the time. <laughs> That's pretty great. You never appreciate it in your own time. Yeah. Ballpoint Bob. <laughs> You're just a human pen. That's all it is. Not a ballpoint, but like ballpoint. I am the human marker. Right. Like Who best, wants to play bingo? Best, <laughs> best superpower ever. Yes. Like he's just walking by, and there's like two people like about to sign a really important uh, <laughs> corporate takeover, you know, and like they're they're trying to sign the contract, 
And no one has a pen, and he's like, huh? <laughs> I got this. <laughs> right? Ball push. Bob to the rescue. <laughs> Hat comes off. Right? <laughs> then you just have, like, another guy pick him up, hold him upside down. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much like the keg stand, you know? But oh, no. you don't get any beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We had this boss, sweet guy. But, you know, sometimes when you're sharing YouTube videos at work, things are chiller. And you're like, oh, look at this funny video. Oh, I just saw a funny video the other day. So, like, there's that kind of situation. And um, he busts out this video. He's like, check out this guy doing this keg stand. He does the keg stand. He gets up and he's like, wait for it. See him wobble? Oh, and he goes down. And he hits the base of his skull on <gasps> the side of this table and just doesn't move. What? And he's like, that guy died. He just did a keg stand and he thought he was all cool. And then he died right there. He's dead now. <laughs> I was like, ah, no, I don't like that kind of video. <laughs> I really, I, I always have to ask people now, I'm like, is there someone really hurt at the end of this? Because yes, I, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, because there, there's people walking among us, and, and bless their hearts, I ain't judging, totally good people, it could be any one of us, that really have some uh, dark shade and yeah. fraud with like, oh, what they'll be abused, and I, I, it's... There's nothing, there's no other evil streak to this guy. And there's been other friends of mine that have, like, been equally amused by such a thing. Tosh 2.0 could yeah. be like a festival of that sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, I get it. That's, to some people, that's probably a way of, like, extra not being evil. Yeah. That, that person might have been a warrior in another er- a time Maybe, period. Yeah. We need good, honest warriors. <laughs> I'm not a warrior. I'm, I'm a social justice warrior, I guess, by accident. I don't want to be. Yeah. just pissed off. <laughs> but yeah, then he's like, oh, sh- check out these people are hiking at the edge of this cliff. And one oh just my like, gosh, no. disappears into the cliff. Like, okay, we're going, people walking. This guy slips and he's just like a speck and no more of that guy. He never found. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus, my gosh. Had good, good trip to China there. Nice. Hope you enjoyed that. I just, I don't get it. Tibetan I'm like, hike. how is this enjoyable? I guess. <laughs> wow. Explain to me. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't process what are, this. What are the YouTube holes that you guys get sucked sucked into? PewDiePie. PewDiePie. PewDiePie is the most subscribed YouTuber. Okay. Um, he might have recently lost it to one of the other gamers, but he is commonly like heralded as like the example of like the young punk kid, this Swedish kid who's like totally an adult now and now his videos are more reviews of memes mm-hmm. and they're really funny hmm. he like grew up into like my favorite youtuber now That's I, interesting. I love him to death but his start was the original like whiny loud funny kid playing a video game and and huh. yelling stuff okay so he was one of the ogs of the let's play thing that made, really helped youtube take off one of hmm. its eras okay and <laughs> So I've fallen in hella holes with this shit. <laughs> but that's like not the best example of what you're saying because now I'm like a giant fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what's the last time you fell in a YouTube hole on a topic or something? Uh, We're just like YouTube's like, you like this? Here's the, all of your suggestions are this now. <laughs> probably the last one was those like the titles. of. I think the last one I got into was a creepy one, which was like, horror real life stories and it was just like the title was like fiance no girl escapes from getting buried alive with fiance's ring and i was just like oh what and it was like a series of like real life 
bad stories. And I only watched, what, like, a couple because I was like, okay, this is a bad idea. This is like watching the accidents. I'm just like, this is, like, two hours before I go to go to sleep. Or, like, that movie about the people trapped in a cave. Yeah, like, stuff like that. I'm like, why did I watch this two hours before I go to go to sleep? Oh, God, for sure. So, yeah. So, (laughs) and then they tell you, like, just creepy stories. Like, uh, another one in that same video was, like, this girl, this little girl kept telling her parents that, um... She kept hearing, she kept feeling like someone was watching her in her bedroom. And they were like, oh, no, you're just a little girl tripping out, you know? And then one day she slept in her bed, parents' bedroom because she was tripping, like, freaking out about it. And then her dad woke up in the middle of the night, heard some shaking of, like, the door, but then couldn't see anything. So he was like, oh, it's just probably, like, the air or something. Next morning, it was snowing. So next morning, he wakes up and notices uh, footsteps in the snow all the way around his house. <laughs> Follows them, footsteps, turns out that it's a neighboring uh kid that had a mental illness that was going into the girl's bedroom and watching her at night Whoa. and admitted to it oh man that's yeah. creepy as fuck so yeah i watched this i was watching these things like two hours before i had to go to sleep oh, it was man. a bad idea don't Damn. do it i have a classic <laughs> one of those that i always think of that like people have told a bunch of versions of this yeah it was like an urban urban wife not urban legend legend Old wives' tale slash urban oh, okay. legends. Those were those urban wives <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stories. Like you know those urban really wives tell them stories. Urban wives stories. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say one of the versions of it. I guarantee it's not true because of all the different versions. But it's maybe it is just statistically. It has to be actually got to be true. Science. Definitely true. Story alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we vet our news. So uh, this woman's driving in her car, and this person pulls up really close behind her and starts flashing their brights Mm. and she doesn't know what to do. She starts driving faster to get further away from them Mm -hmm. and they drive faster and start Mm. flashing their brights. And, uh, eventually she gets to a gas station and like pulls in and, uh, just cracks her window open a little bit because yeah. she feels safe enough that she's in a public place. Yeah. But this person runs up to her and is like, ma'am, ma'am, there's someone in the back of your car. What? <laughs> I was slashing my brights every time I saw them peek up, like saw a knife. And then there's like someone with a knife in the back of her car that would, like snuck in there. What? <laughs> Holy crap. Old urban. Oh, man. Holler a link in the comments below if you've got a less butchered version of that story. Urban That's wife tales. Yeah. <laughs> those urban, urban wife tales. The urban wife tales. <laughs> That's this time so they're for tricky. real. <laughs> this time they're real. Right. So I wonder what happened to the guy. I mean, I'm sure he heard the guy telling the lady because they were in the same car. He killed them both. No way. Oh, I was like... (gasps) I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure something like that has happened. Yeah. But... I think it started at the gas station, too. I think I told the whole story backwards. Yeah, probably. (laughs) So I think she's supposed to, like, get murdered because she's, like, afraid of the dude trying to warn her. And it's that whole, you should just be paranoid all the time. Yeah, it's with everybody. Yeah. That's what what those stories teach you. It's like, (laughs) everyone is always out to get you. Yeah. Nowhere is safe. No safe. Man, I wish those stories worked. Because we're just like, oh, we'll vote for whoever. I don't like who's in place, so I'm just going to, like, not vote. Yeah. And just, like, let whoever run whatever and not even complain about it. Because <laughs> that's the better yeah. idea, guys. <laughs> so, I should be paranoid of everything, so I'm just going to be not paranoid about anything. <laughs> Did you learn no lessons from childhood? <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's pretty tricky. Uh, the last time I fell in a YouTube hole 
it was uh, model airplanes. <laughs> it was the boringest utensil. Oh, yeah. No, uh, n- not the ones that just lie around, though. I was getting into ones that like really fly around, like where people will make a model jet. Because I'm like, how do you land that? You're not inside. Like you try to land it by camera, and there's like a slight delay and stuff. And yeah, there's cool drone cameras that you can fly in real time now, oh. and like see what the drone sees. That's so cool. But to try to like land a tiny jet like that when it's yeah. like, boing, I'm light, I'm a jet, <laughs> a little tiny. And they mostly just crash, or they'll build them without landing gear and let them just slide into grass. That's a pimp move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was one that I was like, that's that person spent like six years building this. <laughs> Thing that looks like a real stealth fighter that's like as wide as his body is long. Yeah. So it's not like small enough that you could just catch it either. Yeah. It's just small enough to be like super easy to break, but big enough to be hopeless to land. <laughs> so of course I gotta see that. I gotta see how this plays out. Yeah, like how's this gonna end? Sounds like tragedy. Let's watch it. <laughs> I, don't know, I always get stuck on either uh, justice porn, where people are either there's like some bully. Or some stupid person, like, at a bar talking shit and really being obnoxious. And they just get, like, fucking laid out. That's one of my favorite things of all time. Uh, that's like, interesting. You see, like, or, like, the, the ones at high school where it's, like, some giant bully is, like, just towering over another little kid talking shit. And the kid's like, leave me alone, man, leave me alone. And he's, like, doesn't want any trouble. And the dude does it. And then just finally the kid snaps and just, like, drops him. That's my favorite thing. Or, uh, Sounds right. or like really shitty, like mumble rap videos. Like, I'll just start. I'm like, let's see what a uh, little, little pump is up to. <laughs> and then just go down the hole and see, like, where the most terrible video I am. Where, what's like my limit for like terrible music videos? You liked it. Oh, <laughs> Not really. Part of you is getting off. <laughs> There's something that sucked you into that hole. <laughs> I, I just am a mate. I like some of them. I'm like, wow. At least they're not yelling. At least it's not DMX. <laughs> Yo, love me some fucking DMX. I know, but the thing is, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of loud. <laughs> yeah, but it's he fun. does not speaking softly. It's fun to pretend you're a, a pit bull sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm with you on that. <laughs> speaking of pit bull, it's fun to enjoy me some pit bull. <laughs> People are so, like, lukewarm on him, but I'm like, these lyrics are hilarious, though. Right, like, Yo, I feel like going around the world today. Yeah, I mean, you can at least enjoy this ironically. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Pitbull. He's talking about making you a mom. That's <laughs> such a funny way to go about that. Like, you're going all the way to, like, the domestic conclusion of this. You're not right. just trying to get her in bed. You're trying to, like... Raise a family. (laughs) Like, whoa. Damn. That's gangster. That's the, am I right that that's like, Hispanics are lovers. They are lovers. Throughout the whole, the whole end conclusion of the love too. (laughs) If it makes a baby, that's fine. It's a love child. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. I don't see what the problem is. I feel it in my Puerto Rican blood. The, the secret the secret love within me from my secret Hispanic yes yeah there's definitely a, a mentality where they're just like I mean it just happens whatever happens happens it's totally cool you're just like no kids are, kids are always great all the time yeah <laughs> yeah they're always well behaved as long as they're not around me yeah that's cool yeah, no right yeah. your kids put away yeah. get those kids out of here it's like that's your kid get it out of here <laughs> if you're a kid listening right now 
What are you doing? <laughs> you're going to be traumatized. Please don't. <laughs> Wait till you're good and already traumatized. That's what these shows are for. Right. We're trying to reassure adults that are already traumatized <laughs> right now. You haven't reached that level yet. <laughs> it's like taking Adderall when you don't have ADHD. You become ADHD. <laughs> That's definitely a good way yeah. to mess that up. <laughs> so that that thing, I'm glad we got some some giggles and gaffes out of the way. Because the, the main warning that I've been dreading, like, telling everybody, but, like, I honestly have to, like, if I cared about any human being listeners, um, I've got to get to. And it's that scandal. And maybe this has been published as a thing that's going on, but I haven't been able to find a, uh, an example of it so far. If you guys see an example of it, post the article. But it's my understanding that it's a relatively new scandal. This I've only heard of this hap- scandal. Why am I saying that? Scam. I meant to say scam. But the yeah. fact that it's not known at all makes it not a scandal at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Uber and Lyft already know about the general concept of this scam in that you're shown uh, the make and model and color of the driver's car and what their face should look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and naturally, a sober and clear-headed, you should confirm that. Mm-hmm. But the very manner of this service, it's like a bartender. You're um, going to be catering to a lot of people that are drunk, intoxicated, under whatever, Mm -hmm. that are being responsible and clear-headed enough to not drive themselves. Mm -hmm. They're using this service. But it's not also a situation where you're clear-headed enough to do the kinds of confirmations that you need to make sure you do to not get picked up by some rando. Mm. And I had a rude awakening with a friend of mine that this happened to that um, was standing around holding a phone, looking like someone waiting for an Uber or mm-hmm. a Lyft. Mm-hmm. And it's really obvious. You drive mm-hmm. around at night and you that's the only people you see outside or someone yeah. staring at a phone, tapping their feet, looking up at any car to come and pick them up. Yeah. Just eager to get picked up and get going. They're done. Yeah. They, they're about to fall asleep. Yeah. So... This friend of mine's doing this, trying to get somewhere, and this rando car comes and picks her up, and she's just like, great, it came. Didn't even finish ordering the thing on the phone. Yeah. Oh. So there was, like, no one to confirm, like, to even, like, no way to even look up and report this guy. Yeah. So dude picks her up, at one point gets gropey. What? Fortunately, not very, like titty gropey but still really grabby and more intimidating and threatening and says after the drop off yo uh your account's short 17 cents to make this payment first of all this is after getting the card first of all when you take an uber you never hand them your card that's weird yeah that's already a bad that's already like a warning sign. but this person's intoxicated that's they're trying to do the right thing and get get going safe so the fake Uber driver yeah. takes their card, claims that it's short. Another warning sign is no merchant knows how much money is in your account. Yeah, they don't know. No. I've, I've found that out by asking them. They're like, because yeah. they ask us sometimes, like, how much do they charge you for this? Because they don't even know. Yeah. And they also don't know if, you're, if your account is short, if it's re- declined or whatever. They don't know how much is short by. Yeah. They would have to know from your bank how much money you have then, and that's a total breach of privacy. Yeah. It might be deceiving, though, especially if you're intoxicated. Yeah. Like, this totally could happen to me. Yeah. I've been out of it this much. Because gift cards do that. Gift card tells you how much it's short. Yeah. So it's, like, easy to think, okay, I've been with a teller and been told how much money I'm short with a gift card. Yeah. So that's another thing. Got taken advantage of this person not realizing, hey... 
don't this person can't know how much money I'm short. They can't yeah. know it's seventeen cents short and they yeah. got the rest of That's it. That's literally impossible. Yeah. So um the the fake driver says, So you can't pay me, let me take your ID. The hell? The weird thing is that we're really lucky on with this story, because you'll see all through how this could have gotten total rape and murder style. Yeah. Like, you get in this car, you have no evidence of them, no one's got any record of that's, where you that, are. That's already bad. That's yeah, already, you can't you're going to get plate, You're in the murder. car. Yeah, that's, so this already could have been a rape and a murder yeah. from this point on. But fortunately, it's still shitty, so the person takes the ID and gives a phone number. So later on, more clear-headed, uh, mm-hmm. her friend calls this person back as her and has the person meet her where she was dropped off to give the ID back. And gives the dude cash. It was only 20 bucks, which was obviously already twice what the ride cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to say, okay, maybe this person was just scamming this person to get cash for a ride. Yeah. The other creepy thing is, that adds a huge facet to this, is when called, this person was like, no, I'm not an Uber driver, I'm a taxi driver. I was a taxi that picked them up and they didn't have the money. Of course, this person didn't call a taxi. This is someone that would never use a taxi. Yeah. They're overpriced. We don't like taxis. Yeah. It's a flawed system. I feel pad for taxi drivers yeah full sympathy but they're being brainwashed to hate uber yeah so i've got a couple theories on this because this person did take the money and return the id and scam so off. that's good. and they did even act a little scared about like just rolled right over on it i think there's a couple layers to my theory of this this person probably um they might have been attempting a deeper scam and chickened out Figuring this person had too much info, I'm going to call it a wash at this and be glad I got cash for a trip that's more than I would have gotten as an Uber driver. Mm -hmm. There's also the layer that I think a lot of taxi drivers already think of Uber and Lyft drivers as less than human, Mm -hmm. as scab uh, miscreants that are stealing their jobs. Mm -hmm. I think it's gone to the point where some of them might even think that people that summon Lyfts and Ubers are less than human, Mm -hmm. that are just marks to be taken advantage of because then it tarnishes Uber and Lyft's reputation, Mm -hmm. which can only help them. Mm -hmm. If they go and pretend to be an Uber driver and rip someone off, this drunk person is going to be like, I got ripped off by this Uber driver. Yeah. And it's going to hurt Uber's reputation. So that's a, that's a possible motivation. The other thing is if this person was so willing to return the ID, they probably took the ID to get like HD scanned and get, Information off of it to make fake IDs. Yeah. So between that and spending time with the card is probably an identity theft scam. Yeah. And for a taxi driver to do to work with someone else to do an identity theft scam, which her bank's going to protect her from any money taken from that card, and any further identity theft, she's not really a big risk candidate. The worst case is it could affect her credit. Maybe. Maybe an immigrant is going to get help coming to this country using her ID info, <laughs> which is that great. That could be a win out a of it. A positive light about yeah. it. Because uh, I, we're radically pro-immigration, just yeah. throwing that out there. Yeah. We recognize that our family was all immigrants at one point. Yeah. All of our nation's infrastructure was built by immigrants that are yeah. the people that are strong, hardworking generations here now today. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but we don't even have an immigration problem by the numbers. We have more people leaving the U.S. than coming in. That's interesting. So how is immigration an issue when we have negative immigration? It's just hate. Yeah. It's just hate. It's, <laughs> it's not even it's that. It's scapegoating. Yeah, it's, just, it's a whole other thing. It's textbook what Hitler did to rise to power. It wasn't just him all of a sudden gassing Jews. Like Mallow's brought up a lot of times, it was a gradual 
stepping stone of like, okay, let's find a group of people that can be scapegoated Mm -hmm. and isolated that can't defend themselves as well. That's also, uh, if we're going to break it down by race, the race that's complained the least about any kind of profiling or any kind of racism, you never hear Hispanics complain about racism. Ever. We just kind of deal with it. We just kind of, you just kind of know you're put in that situation the minute you come to this country. Like you expect it, kind of, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's just gonna let it get is what it is. Yeah, and that humility and that patience is being utterly taken advantage of to to scapegoating point now. Yeah, 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 and that's the thing about like this gradual process is like all these like tinier outrages build on each other. Mm -hmm. If you're ever waiting for like the big thing, the giant shoe to drop. Where everyone finally like slams their hands down and is like, "That's it, I've had enough. It's time to riot." It's not going to happen. Like people just aren't like that. And there's no, it's it's so gradual, and there's so much stuff like being flooded. The the news cycle is insane now. Mm. That's and, uh, the only advantage to that for those people is that it's so um, dispersed throughout all the issues that there all the groups are divided. Even though they're standing up, you know, yeah. for something, there's so many little groups. If it was one huge group, then it would be a stronger effect. Yeah. And but. us or making groups, even if they're just groups to petition, even if it's just groups to go outside of places and hold up signs, that really affects people that are on the fence. When mm. they see that there's an issue that they might not have cared about, that hundreds of thousands of people are rallying about, they give that issue a little thought. And mm. that's how you turn uh, the neutral folks like myself normally am a neutral person that's ready to compromise on everything that's how you turn my mind and get me to pay attention to an issue uh, and it's always that's always been a way to do it yeah. our nation uh, a lot of our biggest changes and some of them when we went through the same issues in the past mm. from civil rights and discrimination to monetary policies it's been peaceful demonstration and we're super lucky to be able to do that mm. uh, with very little violent mm-hmm. uh, comeback to it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are being pushed to thinking that it's time for violence. Mm-hmm. And it's already come to the point where uh, harassment's been involved. Like, it honestly really bothers me that Pruitt leaving is blaming it on harassment. And I know harassment was a factor. Because I like to think that if enough people gather, if we have more people gathering to protest this uh, need for immigration reform, real immigration reform that really provides a way to get in line rather than skipping in line, Mm. like all of the people, including immigrants, are complaining about Mm. being the issue. I'm not against immigrants. I'm just against these people skipping in line. But where's the line when we're closing down ports and jailing asylum seekers? Yeah, Yeah. but that's the point. The point is to not have a line so... so yeah. you have no other way to get in but in an illegal way <laughs> because there's no other way, you know? <laughs> and, like, the line requires you waiting pretty much half of your life to get in if you <laughs> even get in, you know? Or even if you even get in response to try to get in, to get into the line. For so, sure. So, like, it's purposely made so that it, you know, messes that whole thing up. Yeah. And most of the illegals here are illegal here by accident because they weren't able to renew their visas. Yeah. It's not even people that came over any border illegally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the people coming over borders illegally are mostly asylum seekers that are living in countries where there's the equivalent of the worst shooting the United States has ever had, the Vegas shooting, like every two weeks yeah. for every 
uh, three yeah. million people, and that's yeah. just lost. Southern Nevada is relatively small compared to every. Let's imagine every city this size in your whole yeah. country. A city's like twice that. the size have twice as many. That many murders, mm. just straight up murders. Yeah, it's civil war. It's literally civil war south of us, like on a daily basis. Yeah, and how often do we talk about Venezuela or Honduras? No. <laughs> and the, the civil war. What do you going mean everything's great over there? I don't understand why we have to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. They're doing great, right? Everyone has clean water. U.S. Every 100 yeah, of U.S. has clean not, water. Everything's great. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not in the news, it must yeah. be all. If I didn't see it on great. Facebook and it didn't have enough likes, it's not a real fact. Reals. That's a fact. Damn. <laughs> so, so what was that OG lie about how all the people were gathered when Trump got elected? He said that like there was the most people gathered after a president when it was like a fraction of as many oh, people his, that were uh, gathered. Inauguration crowd. <laughs> yeah. So if his inauguration crowd, if we got as many people as he claimed were there, just to show up at one of the rallies, which is happening, we're getting close to that with all the rallies regarding immigration right now. Yeah, that would be great, good, and we babe. wouldn't need all the threats that Pruitt got. Because that, like, really breaks my heart that, like, I'm happy he got out of there. And I, if it takes threats, that's better than it taking violence. But, like, that's the step before that. A lot of nations, in order to have reform, have had to have violence, have had to have people be assassinated. Mm -hmm. And I really don't want us to come to that assassination tip. Mm -mm. And it starts with the threats and uh, mm -hmm. threatening people's families and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I, as much as I hate Cruitt, and I'd probably celebrate his death, I don't want that yeah, to be how like, reform happens. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But, I mean, there's also a line It's like, I mean, some guy said he was threatened a lot. Yeah. And, like, you know? <laughs> I mean, was it really that much? Too. Like, I mean, if it's people calling and, and bitching at him because he, he's doing a shitty job and, like, ripping off taxpayers... I mean, that's not really a threat. That's like that's I an mean, open channel of taxpayer have, communication yeah, being used answer, properly. Yeah, <laughs> which is part of your job. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the open uh, poll to taxpayers that the FCC put out there about whether or not they should get rid of net neutrality. Meanwhile, it was covered in, uh, and they're like, "Oh no, we can't use this because it had all these fraudulent votes. Fraudulent votes." In their favor by bots that were probably put there by someone tied in with them. Yeah, all, that's all the totally real another... verified American votes against that situation just thrown out with the baby with the bathwater. Which it wouldn't have mattered anyway because they're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, because like they had three people on their side, and there's only five people who decide that. So, yeah, you know. good times. <laughs> good times. Are your headphones up now? Did I actually turn yeah. them up? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I just turned an knob and pretended. <laughs> Darn damn shit. It's good to fall over No, you. I could actually hear it. <laughs> so, you get this then. Yeah. You think you could slam a fist on this and do like a dramatic, <laughs> like the claw thing? Yeah. yeah. But it looks so sissy. That's like so if you could funny. be really right here and here, like these little rubber buttons in my like fat fist, just like squishing into them with like no fury. It's so funny. Listen, I'm moving the microphone to it. Wait for it. <laughs> it's like squish. There's like no need for that. I'm outraged. Rubber on fat. Rubber bounce. <laughs> it's that rubber on fat sounds squish of outrage. So Man, we're bringing out the rubber on fat tonight. <laughs> we're so angry. They're getting wild, guys. <laughs> right. Real talk, though, you guys got to check out PewDiePie's. The new PewDiePie. Now you got to check it out. The new grown-up PewDiePie is so great. His outrage is so Swedish and delicious and so fun. He's like, he's like our little brother from another mother. 
It makes nice. me want to go to Sweden. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, what I was teasing earlier is that uh, our the movie that we all were oh. a part of was, I guess we're nominees, which had... I oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. The movie is called Maximum Debauchery, and it's a short, short film, and we made it for the 48-hour film festival. Ange Kerfoot wrote the story and directed it, and... I led the editing, although she was there over my shoulder for, like, 90% of the editing. Thankfully. Like, everything but the tedious stuff. There was just a bunch of quick cuts for action stuff. She was there helping move it along and make my cuts make sense. (laughs) (laughs) And help me get through these things in a hurry. So, big, big thanks to her, but also everyone else involved. Oh, man. I want to rattle off everyone's names, but I'm going to neglect some, so I'm not going to rattle off any. That's the safest way to go. Yeah, you can check out the links and the the folks posted in our posts about this. But really, everyone contributed a lot and worked Mm -hmm. really hard for us. And uh, we were all in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, Mallow got choked. We can spoil that. (laughs) But we can't post the video yet because we, out of 80 videos submitted we're in the 20 of them that got awards yeah so we don't know what awards we got or how many that's of them so amazing i'm so excited <laughs> yeah. already got already got my spot so i'm gonna be there yeah we got I'm the tickets so in advance this time because they sold out for the the screenings yeah but then we'll show you guys get get your expectations up so high so they can be utterly disappointed and crushed <laughs> <laughs> by our, our low budget indie piece of crap but it's the cleverest piece of crap you guys have it's seen. It's so cool. Yeah. I love it. It's it, such a good film. It's quite thoughtful. Honored to be a part of it, for sure. There's a there's a Shyamalan instance to it. We Shyamalan'd it. <laughs> Ours had VR in it, and that made it eligible for a whole nother... Um, I don't know if it's like a film fest or like screening or like... Basically, there's some checkboxes when we submitted that it's like, hey, if it has any of the other things, can we submit it to any other... Uh, what is it called? Like a screening or thing where a clump of movies are shown that oh, fit based a theme. Off that, yeah. Something like that. And one of them was like VR and we're like, whoa, we randomly, ours randomly includes VR time and that's, that's timely cool. and hip and it makes it part of some other festival. Yeah. True, probably. So that was neat that we did something trendy, so to speak. That's cool. <laughs> By accident too. Right? Whatever gets the movie out. So that's pretty dope. I think we win the most blinky lights award. Nope. There was a Christmas <laughs> one. The Christmas uh, one kills us on blinky lights. Yeah, damn. <laughs> oh, shout out to Scott Scooter Deal. He did the Christmas one. And it's amazing. If he wins, he gets a salute from me. Because <laughs> he won the last one and earned it. Oh, okay. I, it wasn't the best cinematography. It wasn't the most like thorough color grading. And great cameras and close to the best on all of that. But it shows that story really is the most important thing. Nice. But when people say that story is everything, that's dishonest. You gotta at least try on the mm-hmm. cameras and the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do yeah. Your I mean, best. yeah. Unless, I mean, you're practically watching uh, Snapchat if that's the case. Yeah. If you don't care that, <laughs> about the rest of it. <laughs> totally. So, but, but it really is the most important to have a good story. It makes up for a lot. Mm. And our stories tits, you guys. I'm super stoked. That's one of those double ones. I need to mark the ones that, like, do a sting and then, like, whoosh, there's another one. That's not one of them. I'm not going to go through them. This is one. Whoa! <laughs> Just when you thought it was over. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. That's so funny. Yeah, podcast. That's a that's that podcast sound. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to mention before I get a, uh, too close, we've got to chug the rest of the news. But any of the sponsors we've mentioned, holler out that Radio Vegas dot rocks brought you, mentioned you, told you, because they not only regard us more, but you might get a free thing, like you might get a free blood orange margarita with the purchase of a gringo taco uh, from Pinche's Tacos. And that dude is great. He's like actually a cool dude to meet. As are all the sponsors that I've like met so far. And it's just, it keeps it happening. But really quick. So uh, have you guys heard that of 23andMe? A 23andMe is one of a couple services now that'll do a genetic profile on you. There's some that profile you more for... uh, diseases possibilities and some profile you more for your ancestry mm-hmm. uh, 23 and more uh, 23 and me is more towards that ancestry tip okay and they've been talking with people about providing uh, genetic profiling to help reunite some of these kids separated from their parents because oh. there's like straight up families torn apart yeah. that were just trying to escape civil war yeah, yeah. and now it's a straight up crisis yeah. of hundreds of these still a couple thousand and uh so that that's one ray of light that i'm hoping might help this come back together and reunite some of these families that'd be nice by getting some genetic profiling because we have the technology to do it it's in the retail price range um as far as i understand it's only like a couple hundred dollars if that even to Mm. have yourself profiled retail Mm. so with between a little bit of donations and I think the company is considering entirely donating the service uh-huh. to get this done. That'd be so dope. That would be amazing. That'd so be that's super dope. That's part of the ray of hope. Hope yeah. rays. Does hope come in rays? You guys yeah. vote in the comments below if caffeine <laughs> no weed was is great. Or if it's like way too flighty. Because I, I feel like a hummingbird. But I like it. You look like a hummingbird. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful colors. You look like a hummingbird. Aw, you look like a hummingbird. (laughs) (laughs) I only have tough sound effects. (laughs) No hummingbird. Where's the sweet hummingbird? This is like Arnold Schwarzenegger hummingbird. (laughs) Hummingbird! (laughs) (laughs) That's like a submarine hummingbird. (laughs) Hummingbird under the sea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, Honda's Osimo is discontinued. No more Osimo robot. But this is the shit news. We're not talking about it more because Honda has other robots. They just continued that line. Asuma was old. That little dancer is crap. He can't. He's slow. So there's like way better Honda Butler robots now. Oh man, are there gonna be like a bunch of robots being all sad now? Yeah, it's a publicity ploy. We're supposed to feel all sad about Asuma so that we care about the new Honda robots and give them some attention. Yeah, it's an emotional roller coaster. Right? That's how they get you. I've been... If it ain't like, oh, I robot, I just don't care. <laughs> if it doesn't do flips like Disney's new robots. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, I haven't Disney seen it. Disney just showed uh, initial test footage of Acrobat robots. Hmm. Just weeks after they showed their pogo stick robot, or they called it the stick, I think, uh-huh. there was just three segments with two joints uh-huh. that would bend, but it could hold and release a swinging trapeze thing and then do a perfect flip and then land on its back on a pad. Oh, wow. So now they've got a humanoid robot that'll do that. Okay. And what's great is it's reacting to the physics in real time and you can see that in its body. You can see it like 
twist a little and like yeah. move its joints in reaction and actually like work on it in time to land it. That sticks the landing, but it doesn't land like a plank. It lands with the limbs just kind of offset like a person would have to. Yeah. To just land in the right spot. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's interesting. And there's a little bit of clunkiness to the joints because human joints, if weird bit of fact behind this, one thing that Disney's always been ahead of the game with, with animatronics, that you've seen in different generations of crap that they've added to the Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. Like the Johnny Depp robot versus the, like, drinking beer robot. Yeah, yeah, uh, Human joints, we actually overshoot and come back. Huh. Like, all of our movements, we tend to go a little further and snap back, but it's really imperceptible until you see it not happen. Hmm. That's why it's creepy when a robot just goes, because we're like... There's bounce we that you bounce. don't see. Yeah. That makes sense. There's another thing that tied into that that Boston Dynamics got ahead of all of the other robots with, with their Atlas robot and that walking dog thing. Mm. If you look at the walking dog uh, or anything of, of the robots, when it's turned on, the robot right away starts springing like to diagonal opposite feet and like gets springy and gets bouncy mm -hmm. because all of its limbs are on springs hmm. and they found out there's this golden ratio of springiness to the weight of the entity that's in all mammals hmm. and hmm. most uh walking animals lizards too and stuff so that when we walk with uh the way that your heel uh, the way that your ankle bends mm -hmm. The, your calf muscle acts as a natural spring, um. and it's part of your natural thing. So all of Boston Dynamics have that math in it for that springiness, yeah. and that's how they can respond and react and and run like yeah. uh, leopards, like leopard style. They have one, I forget what it's called, but it runs like a jungle cat, huh. and it uses that spring to yeah. do it. So between that springiness and that way that uh, Disney's animatronics bounce back, we've decoded some real mysteries of how... Uh, nature has just like let us just evolve to do things more efficiently, yeah. make movements more efficiently. That's smart. That's I think that one was called a uh, Cheetatron. Cheetatron. Yeah. Yeah, old Cheetatron. <laughs> the cheat. <laughs> oh, whoa, man, man! I wish we had a couple more minutes on this. We're we're gonna dig into it deeper later because it, it's probably not going to be ongoing and probably not going to be brought up again because I'm hoping it just gets shut down. But this school in China, and I don't want to blame totalitarian China on this. This is one school that demonstrated this. We know China's facial recognition is extremely good to where if you jaywalk, a camera can recognize your face and give you a ticket through WeChat right on your phone. Whoa. Uh, so it's been used on these elementary school students to see when they're like bored or aggravated or profile their emotions hmm. and then keep a score on them. Oh, wow. So not only can like a teacher or administrator talk to them about how attentive they've been doing, but it can like alert in real time the teacher, like bug this student, <laughs> highlight them. They're nodding off. They're not paying attention. They're bored. Harass them. Dude. So students have been talking about cheating it, faking expressions. Uh -huh. Students shouldn't have to fake emotions in the process of learning. That's extra work you don't need. You're already busy. And it's creepy because there's people with Asperger's that can't represent their own emotions. Yeah. First of all, they just look bored and stoic all the yeah. time, no matter what they feel. Yeah. So that's unfair. Yeah. And then there's a spectrum of that, too. So there's people who are just a little bit of that. We all know our faces don't represent how we always feel no. right away. We might just be upset about something completely unrelated. Yeah. We might be getting beaten up at home. Yeah. And then you're punished at school then yeah. for being upset about it. Yeah. So all the nightmares about that have been brought up in the article I saw. I saw and that's why it was shut down after a couple months. They're off and they're probably going to stay off. Yeah. Because even China is seeing that is pretty ethically gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a little overboard. 
Yeah, yeah. that's too much. The fact that they tested it, though, you know. I, I have been seeing, like, some articles pop up uh, always talking about the ICP makeup can beat the facial recognition stuff. <laughs> How did that they've been they've been ahead of the game. ICP like insane clown policies. Yeah. Makeup is Juggalos. the key. That's Yo, the key. <laughs> we all gotta get Juggalos to beat Big Brother. So if this actually comes to like life, and we're it's gonna in be a nation of Juggalos. Are, yeah, yeah. We're just Juggalos everywhere. It probably doesn't work with the Apple one since it does the shape of your face. But uh, Microsoft yeah. Hello and Samsung's facial recognition is known for like a lot of ways to defeat yeah. it for that. ICP for president. <laughs> whoop, whoop. You guys, oh, on that man. note, we've already like s- screeched our way to the end of this. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. This is where people say goodbye until next week. But there's one thing you can do, and that's you can tell your friends and neighbors and spread our, our violent left-wing cuck snowflake <laughs> fucking super crazy message that's yeah we get so extreme as fuck. we're so extreme bringing up all these actual facts that you can look up and verify <laughs> go enjoy 